0: Again, that's duke.comeonmanpod.com. Don't smell like a little bitch. You, my friend, are listening to Come On Man, a 3% Man podcast. I'm your host, Paul Bauer, and I am on the road to being a 3% man... Just like you. If you're new to the show, this is a podcast for fellow students of Corey Wayne's book, How to Be a 3% Man, and for men who just want to be better in general. We talk about dating, gaining wealth, being happy, and using the law of attraction to get everything we want in life. What's up, guys? Welcome back to another great week of Come On Man. If you haven't done so already, please like, fave, subscribe, hit those notifications. And if you're listening on an audio platform like iTunes, please give us a five star review, and uh, you know, leave a little blurb about why you like our podcast. You know, I get a lot of guys in the DMs on like TikTok and Instagram talking about how much value they get out of the podcast. Well, here's your chance to help me out if you're getting that kind of value. You know, leave a comment on uh, on this video on YouTube or leave a review on iTunes or whatever because that helps boost <clears throat> boost us in the algorithm, and uh, we can be seen by more guys and help more guys out. All right, this week we have a guy named Chad. You might know him better as Defund Simping. You can find him on you know YouTube and TikTok and Instagram. <clears throat> he's got a pretty huge following on TikTok. He's got almost a half a million followers or so. This young kid, you know, we talk about being a 3% man and understanding women. It's This kid is pretty sharp. You know, he's like a young kid in his 20s and he knows the game and he knows it very well and he teaches it very well. He's a very interesting uh, guest to have on the show. I'm glad he was able to join me. He's really big on teaching men about confidence. Um, and we're going to get to all of that right after this.
1: Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the must not take yourself too seriously and 6-1 since that matters. And what do I even say other than hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now.
0: I often get inundated in my DMs on TikTok and Instagram with guys asking me for online dating tips. How should I respond to this message? How should I set up my profile? How do I start a conversation? Look guys, I'm a podcast host, not a dating coach. That's why I've partnered with one of the best dating coaches in the industry. You may know him as Performance Potential on TikTok, but I know him as Evan. And Evan has come up with one of the best dating app coaching programs in the industry that he's calling the Dating Dynamic. If you click the link in the description and use my promo code COMEONMAN30 at checkout, you will get 30% off the cost of his program because you're one of my listeners. You often hear that 80% of women are only going for the top 20% of men on dating apps. Well, this course is guaranteed to show you how you can be in that top 20%. So quit complaining and do something about it. Click the link in the description to sign up for the dating dynamic program today and get 30% off when you use my promo code COME ON MAN30. Again, click the link in the description and get 30% off when you use my promo code COME ON MAN30. Be in the top 20%. Alright, with me this week is a fascinating young buck in the game. He's a is very well known on TikTok with almost a half a million followers. Not a shabby following on YouTube and Instagram either. Talking to Chad from Defund Simping.
1: Yeah, Chad? Yes. <laughs> How's going, Paul? Thank you so much for having me on the show. I've been seeing you on the, on, the uh, on my for you know for you page on TikTok for a minute, but it's cool to finally you know uh, you know sit down and have a good conversation.
0: Yeah, you know it's, it's funny because uh, on my previous TikTok account, like I I think I followed you and I used to watch your stuff all the time, and then nice. uh, I got banned back in June. And Jesus. so, you know, it's hard to catch up with all the people that you were following. And, uh, and when Chuck introduced us, I was like, oh, shit. Yeah, I know. I know defund Oh,
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, hey,
0: you know, I was actually thinking this morning. So so you're you're real big in the pickup and dating community. And, and your name is Chad. And everyone's yep. always talking Ti- about Chad, and, Chad Tyrone. and Tyrone sliding into everybody's girls DM. Is, is that you, brother? Are you sliding into my girls DMs?
1: You know what? I wouldn't say your girl. I'm very, I'm very respectful. Like for me, I'm the type of guy where it's like I'm in such an abundance. Yeah. My friends can bring over 10 hot chicks. And if they say, chat, I like all 10 of these girls. Okay, that's fine. I won't talk to them. Yeah. You know, because I'm in abundance. I never really put my hands in my other friends' cookie jars. If that's their girl, that's their girl. Yeah. I'm a I'm a I'm a respect it.
0: Yeah. Dude. Like never, never rub another man's rhubarb. That's what I always never, say. Never, man. You know?
1: Never. I'm always just get get my own chicks. You know, uh either it's uh Instagram and, and uh Tinder or it's out in person.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I I so I'm a I'm a we we chatted on uh Mantastic Four and, and I mentioned like I'm you know I'm a Corey Wayne guy, and you know, Corey Wayne in his book, he talks about, you know, if you actively know that a chick is with a guy, it's like it's not the right thing to do, you should back off, you know.
1: But I'm otherwise, sorry.
0: like if you what you don't know, you don't know, you
1: know, true. I bet <laughs> you plenty of us have gone with a chick we thought was single, but she really wasn't. So, was, hey, man, none of my business I like, at that point.
0: Yeah. I mean, like, what can you do at that point? I mean, obviously, don't keep seeing her, but true. You know, what, what can you do? So, uh, you know, it's funny. I, I actually have a design in my, in my merch store that says okay. "full full right. Chad mode.
1: Ah, it's funny. I see if I get that one.
0: <laughs> well, the, I, I stole it from my, I have a dating coach friend. His name is Benny. He, he lives out in Georgia. And okay. uh, I went to his, he had a men's retreat back in August. Nice. And so I went to that and he said that uh, it was called Warriors on the Water or something like that. And then okay. uh, he's like, okay, next year we're going to have one. And it's going to be called full Chad mode. <laughs> okay. i have like, stealed that dude.
1: Oh <laughs> yeah. I like that. Full Chad mode. That's what's up.
0: So. So it seems to me that most of us in this space, right, have had, you know, some kind of epiphany moment with women.
1: Yes. Right.
0: And that, mm-hmm. that sort of leads us to start learning about the game and psychology of attraction. And yes. uh, I, just, I wanted to know what was your epiphany moment?
1: Absolutely. So, a um, little quick self plug. I go in deep detail with this one because every guy who talks about chicks. Girls, number one thing to say is who hurts you, right? Yep. But anyway, so that's, I think every guy in this space, everyone wants to know who, what was it? What was it? The straw that broke the camel's back, something like that. Like, what was it? So I'll go, I'll make it quick. So I met this chick on Instagram. And, and at the time, I thought this was the perfect chick from looks drop dead, gorgeous to her mind. It was all full, you know, 360, hitting all the categories. Mm-hmm. The only red flag was, uh, her promiscuous past, past, right? That's what she sells it to me as her past. And I was hoping that I would never see that side of her come out to me. Right? right. I was a bit more naive. I was a bit more naive. And if, with the knowledge I know now, if I heard that, I'd be like, okay, I'm going to keep you at a distance. Mm-hmm. But at the time, I was like, okay, I can be the guy that it doesn't happen to. So long story short, um, she lives five hours away from me because she was visiting. We stayed in touch. She finally was in my, uh, close to me, in LA. I'm an hour away from LA. And we met up and she had a big hickey on her neck, right? And I was like, damn, like, I know that you're single and so am I, but just don't show up with proof that I, I banged a dude last night. You know what I mean? Like, come on, like have some respect. I know if I woke up with a hickey, I'd say, girl, listen, my tire's flat. Can you please reschedule? Because I have enough respect for her to at least show up, not with other women's marks on me. Sure. So then the next day I text her saying, Hey, look, um, I, I, I know, you know, we're single, but I, I don't appreciate, you know, the hickey on your neck. And she played dumb. Like, what do you mean? What, what hickey? And I was like, okay, well, if you're saying what hickey, show me a picture left me on red. Right. And you haven't spoken since. So it's just that feeling of like being tossed to the, to the side of the road. Like, you're, like imagine you're in a nice five hour car ride with somebody getting to know them. and go, all right, get out. Eject. Like, wait, wait, what, what happened? Like, you're so confused. What did I get? I just want to have a conversation, you know, there was no fight. There was no nothing. Just okay. Bye. And that moment I was like, okay, like I hate feeling this way. This is like my fifth or sixth time feeling this way in my life. So I, I think I need to stop listening to the female advice of just be yourself, be who you are. You need to find out how to become more masculine and more desirable. So girls aren't just chucking you the first chance they get. Mm-hmm. And it's led me down this path. And now I'm helping other men, you know, get over their problems and uh, become more confident when dating.
0: Got it. Yeah. 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 It, we all have that, that True. one thing, you know, like it, it, for me, it wasn't uh, it, it wasn't something like blatant like that though. It was yeah. just like, I, I, uh, so I, I was married and I was married for like 14 years, got divorced. Huh. Uh, by the end of that though, I was like, good, you know, like <laughs> fuck off with that. And, um, you know, cause like the last, like half of that marriage, I was miserable. Okay. And, uh, so you know, I, I went back into the dating scene, not really knowing what I was doing. Um, I didn't, yeah, you know, I was, I was sort of jaded on like the whole idea of marriage, but I wasn't like jaded on the idea of relationship. Gotcha. And so I, you know, took me a while cause I, I didn't know what I was doing, but about 11 months later, I, I met a chick who was very forward, you know, and, uh, and, we hooked up. I immediately fell in love and we ended up oh, no. being, being together for like four, four and a half years. Right. Oh,
1: whoa. Another, oh, another one. Okay. cool.
0: Yeah. 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 And so we were together for four and a half years uh, and that ended just like a couple of years ago. And oh. I found myself back on the dating circuit. Although this time I was in shape, you know, I was in like ah. really good shape and stuff. So all of a sudden, like I was getting dates. It was easy. It was easy to like sleep with women, but I couldn't keep women around. Okay. And I was like, what the fuck am I doing wrong here? You know, like it's, it's easy to get a date. It, it's easy to like, you know, eventually get them to sleep with you after like, you know, you know, second date, second or third date, maybe. But then after that, they're gone. Like, what the fuck am I doing? It's, and I found out it's because I was like a needy little sip. Gotcha. <laughs> but I had to, I had to like experience that and just figure out like, why is this not working? You know, like, I'm not getting the results that I want. And so that was sort of my epiphany moment.
1: Luckily, yeah,
0: no. I, I wasn't so burned, you know?
1: Yeah. I, I feel like for men. <laughs> I feel like for men, since sex is harder to get and, and dates are hard to get, we may have to swipe a hundred times to get 10 matches, right? Mm-hmm. Once, when we have one, we be a, be, we're a bit too needy, right? Because for women, they can get a date, probably if they wanted to, three dates a day, a breakfast, a lunch and a dinner time date every single day of the week. But for us, we got to fight. So most men tooth and nail to get a girl to hang out because most times they flake. So when a guy finally gets a chick, they're in scarcity mode. Oh, shoot. I mean, I don't feel like going back on the dating scene to get another one. I don't feel like going on Tinder again to get another one. I don't feel like going back to the bar and approaching another chick. I have one. We're cool. Let me just focus all on her. Let's go all in on her. Well, she's mm-hmm. talking to four or five dudes, right? So you're giving a hundred, she's giving you 25%. She's talking to four, three or four other dudes, right? Yeah. So A lot of men need to realize that, you know, in the early dating stages, you've got to be a bit more, a bit more laxed, you know? Pursue her, but don't chase her. You know what I mean?
0: Sure. Well, the funny thing is, one thing that I've realized is that sort of like women are like the inventors of game, you know, they they've been doing this shit for like hundreds of years. We're just now like catching on to this. And it's like, if you date like women, like you'll have more success. You know, if you date with five or six other chicks that you're talking to and experience that abundance, you don't have that needy feeling, that feeling of scarcity. If one chick goes away, who gives a shit? You're talking to three other chicks, you know?
1: Okay. So, I'll say this. Yeah. I'm not sure if this is what you were saying, but let me, I'll say this. Yeah. In my opinion, women do not have game for the most part. They this don't. is this, yeah. and this this is this is what I mean by that. We are hunters, right? Like, like not physically, you know, we don't have spears, but we're hunters. We go after women, we hunt, right? Let's say we're hunting deer. We have to know what climate the deer is in. What, like what time of the day does a deer come out? There's it like soft grass green? We have to legit study deer from top to bottom to get deer.
0: Yeah.
1: Deers don't know shit about the hunters. Yeah. You that's see a, the hunter. Wow. You're that's run.
0: a really great analogy. Yeah. You see the
1: hunter you're run. Right. Most of the time you ask girls, what, what do men want? I don't know. Um, like sex and like, they don't, they don't even know what men want. Cause guess what? They never had to know.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, they they go, just show they,
1: up. They put on a, a skimpy dress. Men show up. Okay, I, I, you know what I mean. They don't have to yeah. know. Men want, you know. For example, I told, I, I, when girls coming for advice, sometimes I'm like, listen, most men, they're not gonna say it, but they're feeding for validation because you don't get it. Yeah. Like if a girl's on a date with you, Paul, and she was like, Paul, wow, you work so hard. Like, damn, girl, who no. like, wow, I love how you're so dedicated to your to your running. Like, like that's so amazing. You're like, oh shit. Like, like yeah. that is what we want to hear, but women will never give it to us. They may say, Oh, I like your pants, like your car, but that isn't. So it's like most women do not know shit about men because they don't have to know because there's never been no consequences of not knowing. Yeah. You know what I mean, I never knew shit about women. So there was consequences to that. But now that I know about women, I'm, I'm hitting the target and getting bullseyes way more than I was before.
0: That's a good point. You bring up about men, uh, needing validation because you see a lot of guys, especially in the red pill space saying, Oh, women, women crave validation. We, guys do too. Come on. Let's, let's be honest. Yeah. <laughs> we it's all like, I,
1: I just don't feel like we need it as much, sure. but, um, because you know, some girls, like they need to talk to four or five dudes a day just to, just to get that uh, dopamine hit. But for us, it's like, we have to become like, as you know, you know, women are, Men become so we have to become something so big to attract a broke girl at a nail salon, right? Yeah, that like it'd be a nice to get some appreciation for the value we're bringing to the world. Yeah, right. Yeah, and that's I feel like that's and I don't need it often, but I I would like it from a chick that I'm you know I, I'm taking serious.
0: Yeah, yeah, very well said. Um, you you recently did a video on TikTok. Uh you had Steph is cold like at the beginning of it, and then you, you yeah, cut to it. And you're talking be about you linked, linked up. Yeah. You're talking about guys who who complain about their weaknesses. And <sighs> yeah, you know, for so example, annoying. for example, being too short. So, you know, without redoing that whole video here, but like yeah. what, what advice would you give to guys who are, you know, sort of have that inferiority complex about whatever?
1: <sighs> yeah, let's talk about that, man. So as you've probably seen your comments, the West is done uh, step one, be attractive. Step one, be tall. Step one. Like they just, they never, they just, they just look at a guy like me or you and go, okay, he gets it. I don't. And that's it. there's a great book. I'm not sure who the, the author is. I can look it up, but like, it's called the book is called mindset. There's fixed and growth mindsets.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Fixed mindset is this is who I am. And I've maxed myself out. Well, growth mindset is okay. I may be like this, but what more potential can I squeeze out of myself? When I was in high school, five foot five, braces, super short hair, um, and no muscle mass, right? Let's fast forward 10 years or seven years, whatever. Now it's 6'1", 180, with way more confidence, better looks. Now was that given to me? No. Right. As far as attraction, who which girls? Sorry, which guys are which girls are which guys are girls idolizing? Sorry. This guy, this guy, and this guy. Okay. What do they have? Okay, beard. Okay, do that. Curly hair. Let me grow my hair out. Okay. And they're in shape. Okay. Let me get a beard. Let me curl my hair and let me get taller. Just those three things. Now, taller, of course, you can't make yourself taller. I get that part, but at least the beard and the hair changed everything. If you cut my hair down to like a number two, like something like this Mm -hmm. and cut all my beard off, I would look a lot different. I would. Mm -hmm. Right. And so like just having a haircut and a beard shot me up two points. Yeah. So I tell a lot of these guys, dude, you are. So 20 or 30 pounds away, plus a haircut away from changing your whole look. Yeah. Seriously. And it's simple, but guys are so busy with sulking. The West is done. That girls are this and girls are that. It's like, listen, this is not what the red pill is about. You take the pill, you realize the truth and you get after it. You don't take the pill, find the truth and stay stagnant. You know, get moving, you know?
0: Yeah. There's so many guys that find the red pill. I find it. it, uh, Usually guys have read uh, like rational mail.
1: Yeah, of course. You know, that book.
0: Which it, it's a great series, but I always recommend guys read maybe some other books before that because there's other books that will point guys in in the right direction of yeah. being better men, men that will attract women, and then mm-hmm. they can go back and learn some of that that uh, philosophy as opposed yeah. to just reading that and going, "What? Women are hoes. Women are bitches." You know, it's like ah, you're you're missing the point here. You know. Uh, I when you're talking about like losing weight, you, know, and I, I mentioned my epiphany moment, um, one of the things I realized uh, from the, the first time I ended up on the dating circuit after my divorce versus the, the second time was the big difference there uh, before I started learning this stuff was how I appeared. You know, Just being in shape made a tremendous amount of difference. And it also got- gave me a lot of you know, a lot of confidence and stuff which I, I, I totally didn't have coming out of my marriage, you know, having been out of practice for 15 years being 50 pounds overweight and wow. yeah, yeah, I was huge. <laughs> <laughs> so a lot of my videos, you know, I, I, I'm out running, you know, cause I, I do run, I run all the time. I go to the gym and I tell guys like, Hey, you know, put, put the work in, quit bitching about it. And uh, there's always, there's always excuses in the comments.
1: I, yeah, I tell guys, man, yeah. Uh, this is i I'm not sure if Steph is cold, like originated this, but he says it a lot. So if if you complain, you stay the same, Mm -hmm. right? I'm going to tell you guys, listen, think of the lifestyle you want to have, right? In the next two or three years, I'm going to be living in LA, banging the hottest girls you see on your explore page with ease. And that's going to come only with self-improvement. Okay. You now, okay. Now, if you're content with your life right now, you like the, your small salary, 40, 50K, you like the girls you're banging. Okay. Good. Congrats. But if you're mad at the world and you want more, you have to put the work in. Right. You know, they call it the top 1%, 10% for a reason. You know, so I'm definitely the type of guy that's always trying to make more money, get more confidence, get smarter. I'm definitely not the guy sulking in the comments, you know, getting mad at oh, the West is finished. Got to go Saudi Arabia to find a wife. You know what I mean? I'm not, I'm not that type of guy. And neither is Paul. So, Hope you guys are getting some good value from this because we're dropping some gems, man.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I, I hear that a lot too. Uh, people complain about dating apps. Oh, well, 80% of women on dating apps are going for the top 20% of guys. Why don't you try being in the top 20%? Why don't you start well, studying some of the shit? You know, exactly,
1: man. It's, it's just, <laughs> just it goes back to that fixed mindset. Like they'll have three photos up, right? And here's there's a, a cool little thing I didn't know. Most men only want to take photos when they're accomplishing something. That's why they take a picture with a fish. That's why they do the gym selfie, because they feel accomplished. They built a body they like, or they do group photos, right? So the the gym mirror selfie, the, the gym mirror's dirty. The, 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 the photo on, on, on the freaking boat, it's like, maybe it's low quality and a photo with their friends at a bar. So the girls, as you know, they're always trying to disqualify you while a man is trying to qualify you. So a guy may see chubby face, okay, but she has some good mommy milkers, okay, sw- fine, swipe right. Girl, it's like, uh, his nose is a little big, five eight. Okay. so like They're, they're trying to take you out of the equation. Yeah. So why don't you guys... So this is what I tell guys for dating apps. Uh, number one, you're going to want to have some good photos. You just having good photos puts you, in my opinion, it's not like a stab, but I'm just taking a stab, 70% of men. Most men have really bad photos and old photos because mm-hmm. most men are taking photos every three or four months. It's usually the photo from last year. Right. That's number one. Number two, I feel like it's good to, um, what's it called? Have a, a short bio. You know, I want, you don't tell too much about yourself, have some, and or, or have something they can talk about. Cause I know girls will message you first. when There's something to talk about. They they won't say, Hey, what's up to go. Oh, you're a runner. Me too. You know? So maybe put something small in your bio that girls can message you first with. And, um, have photos of you doing things too. Don't just have it all just be you uh, in the golden hour lighting looking really good. Just have some photos. Of you, you know, if you're running, uh, I play guitar you're playing guitar. Um, maybe you're out rock climbing. And also if you can, the new flexing is lifestyle. So if you can post a photo of you at a nice steakhouse and a nice button up or you in Vegas and the next photo is you in Dubai, Girls see that as you're adventurous. So, there's tell a game out there, guys, for dating apps. And if you have approach anxiety, you might as well get to get really good at Tinder or Bumble or wherever you use.
0: Yeah. Yeah. A hundred percent. And um, one thing too, I tell guys when it comes to dating apps, because like a lot of guys just have selfies too, because they yeah. don't have they don't have anyone to take pictures of them. True. And the funny thing is, is like high status guys typically have people taking pictures of them.
1: Oh, yeah. I mean, I always have people take pictures of them.
0: So I tell them, I go, guys. You can get a tripod and, and the timer feature on your fucking yeah, phone, dude, and that recreate that shit. Like, it's not that hard. Like, stop complaining. Like-
1: <laughs> true, man. Like, if, if you got to, if you can't, I told guys, i made a video saying this. It was like, you can't have approach anxiety and you, you hate dating apps. You you, you got to pick one. You know what I mean? You can't suck at approaching girls and go F Tinder. Okay. What are you going to do now? You right. know, I guess those guys, how they meet girls is friends of a friend. So say I bring over three girls with me. He happens to be there. Okay. He can integrate himself with the group. But, oh, or, or big one, coworkers. Guys love banging their coworkers because oh, they have no a other bad options.
0: Bad idea. Bad they
1: idea. No, because they, and I tell them, it's like, it's, so it's easy for me to say a guy that's successful on dating apps, successful approaching girls, they suck at both. So the, the best ecosystem is where they're at five days a week, is with yeah. the girls. But again, as you know, that's messy, especially as you start making more money. Even more, if you're working at McDonald's, you're making 15 an hour. You can probably go find another job at Burger King. You know, just go to the next Burger King over. But if you're <laughs> making 50, 60 k with a company and you lose that job over some chick, that's not worth it.
0: <laughs> it's not worth it. I, uh, one of my favorite books, uh, I call it like my holy trinity of dating books, is uh, Dating Essentials for Men by Dr. Robert Glover.
1: Okay. Dr.
0: Robert Glover wrote uh, No More Mr. Mr. Nice Nyskay. Guy. I read that one. Yeah. Yeah. So, Dating Essentials for Men is very good, and one okay. of the things he talks about is spotting you know good women really good women and wrong women right okay and he says all women at work are wrong women <laughs> and he says it's because like he's like best case scenario if things go bad things are just super awkward every day true it's like worst case scenario you get fired or you get written up and something put in your permanent record with the company like it's just not, not good not worth it true at all.
1: and i'll say also i'll say too it's the leverage is always with the women. Let's just say you guys are having a casual friends of benefits. She wants a relationship. You don't. Oh, her ego is shot. Now she's going to HR. saying, so say, you know what? He makes me feel uncomfortable at work. I don't want him here. Yep. Yeah. Now you could, even though you did absolutely nothing wrong, you got canned because HR definitely is going to put the, the benefit with the women and not you. Yeah. So even if, if even, even if you're smooth about it, one thing goes wrong, her ego is, you know, feels like she it's shot. She's gonna report to HR. So, guys, get good at approaching chicks or have dating apps. You know, I just don't recommend you to mess around with your coworkers.
0: Yeah, yeah, very solid advice. Um, switching, uh, switching gears a little bit. Yeah. So you've you've had some uh, some big names on your YouTube channel uh, yeah, recently. Man. I noticed you've had Bulldog Mindsets. Yeah. Uh, you just we were talking about how you were talking with uh, Steph is cold. Steph, you were Ellie hanging holes. out. With the, yeah, you're talking about the 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 Red Pill Avengers guys. Um, Austin awesome Dunham, yeah. You had uh, you've had uh, as told by Haley on your podcast. Yeah, I think man, it's hilarious, hilarious.
1: Yeah, she she she's hilarious. Yeah, keep going, keep going. Uh,
0: so I wanted to ask, like, what is something like really awesome that you've learned from your guests?
1: Ooh, <laughs> that's a great question. To be honest, okay, I think Bulldog said something that was pretty interesting. I think he spoke on, oh, yes, yes, this is what I've learned from Bulldog because he said something good. Men, wait, how do, you, how do you say it right? Okay. Instead of me trying to say verbatim what he said, I'll just paraphrase. Sure. He said, um, be authentic. Don't be yourself. Be authentic. What that really means is, okay, let's say you're a guy, you're an average Joe guy and there's a 10, a Girl was a your job. She'll go, hey, um, Chad, um, do this for me, where you you could you could get in trouble for me, right? Basically saying like, how I say this properly. Basically, what, what he was saying is, you know what that hot girl is doing is bothering you, but you're gonna, you, but you're she's attractive, you're gonna let it slide. But it bothers you though. What he's saying is be authentic, right? Cause he said at heart, you know, we're freaking, we're these killing savages, homo sapiens, right. Yeah. You know, so put, you know, so men are constantly putting themselves third and fourth in their life. You know, men are constantly doing a bunch of things that deep down, they know they don't like, but they do it anyway. He tells guys to be authentic. If something bothers you say it, if, you know, if you don't like being, uh, if you approached a girl and she goes, oh, let's just be friends. You know, you don't want to be friends. So tell her you don't want to be friends. So he told guys, you know, not so much be yourself, but be authentic. I think that's a really good thing for men to hear.
0: I think it, I really think it is. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It, yeah. Be yourself. And I saw that clip. I saw that clip. Cause he was saying, he's like, don't kid yourself. You're not being yourself when you're around a woman. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so he's like, you really need to be authentic. Yeah. That was, that is a very good thing. That's a, I like
1: that. And uh, uh, from a, from your, uh, guests, you know, anyone teach you anything?
0: Oh, dude, I learned I learned shit all the time. <laughs> Man, that's why I have this show. This show is so I like I don't I'm not a dating coach, you know. Like you you have a coaching practice, uh you actually give guys advice and stuff like that. That's not what I'm about. Uh, I'm more about uh like this is a podcast for students. So, I like to have guys like you on, guys like uh like Evan, you know, from Performance Potential. Um I just had uh Apex Mindset on Uh, he's, he's one of the guys from the, the rule zero panel. And I just, I love having those, their, your guys' perspective, you know, for stuff like that. Um, I see, I think like apex mindset, he came on and he's a real red pill guy, right? Like he's friends with Rolo Tomasi and and Rich Cooper, like those guys, like they hang out. And so one, one of the things I really enjoyed about having him on the show is talking about how like you can be red pilled, but still have a relationship. Like some of these guys think that pill. yeah, there's some guys that think that uh, oh red pill. Well, that's it. You're you're spinning plates for the rest of your life. Like if you mm. that's not what you want to do, sweet, do it. But you know, a lot of guys, you know, like relationship. I like relationship. You know, you can still be uh, like set the tone and take the lead in a relationship. You know, and and have this full understanding of the psychology of women, and and be just as satisfied. Just as long as you like, you learn that women don't love the way that like Disney tells us they love, and you have that understanding. You like, you can do this shit. You know,
1: I agree. That's dope. I like that. I was good by Apex.
0: Yeah, it's uh, if you guys haven't listened to it yet, go back and check that out. It's a really good one. Um, Go go back to 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 Haley. So I've been following Haley for a while now, and. The first video I saw of her, and I distinctly remember it because it was so fucking hilarious. But she nice. did that uh there she, she was lip syncing to that petty bitch song, and okay. she was like going all out for the song, like she's like hiding in bushes and shit. Yeah, <laughs> and so she used to do a bunch of those kind of lip sync, like goofy dancing videos, mm-hmm. and now she's like completely switched to like giving dating tips that are honestly aren't that bad, you know. for. For the idea that you don't ask a fish to catch a fish, like her advice. I know. Is, yeah. Her, her advice is, isn't terrible, you know? Um, but the funniest thing I think about it is that in real life, she's a dentist.
1: Yeah. She's, yeah, she's a full blown <laughs> dentist. And uh, it's funny, like, because we actually talked off air one time and she was like, I didn't know how big of a niche this was. I didn't know men really needed, like, I, I didn't know women were this much of a mystery. Yeah. She didn't know. She had no idea that the plight of men. <laughs> That's what I'm saying, man. Like yeah. girls live in a fairy tale. They don't know for most men, they'll DM a guy. What do you say on the first date? What do you say in your approach a chick?" Like it's, it's like, they need that much help.
0: Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's funny. Cause like a lot of women, uh, they say like on dating apps, for instance, they talk about like, Oh, be original. Don't just say, Hey, or whatever, but no, on I'm like Bumble, that. but on Bumble, chicks are just saying, Hey, what's up? You know cuz like they don't fucking know. They
1: don't. <laughs> they they, they no don't
0: clue. need to know cuz all they they can send a fucking like apple emoji
1: and I will and, respond
0: and get a response. Yeah. So so going back so she's a dentist. Uh can you tell us like like what do you do for a day job and if this yeah, is what course. you do if this is what you do for a day job what did you do before this?
1: Yeah, so right now I'm a currently a video- Geographer and photographer, and I feel like right now it's such a dope thing to be. A lot of companies are going to e-commerce, right? So they need content. Um, also, let's say I'm at, out in L.A. because I'm an hour from L.A. going I meet an influencer. Okay, we may not collaborate like this, but I can sure as will get behind the camera and make it look dope for you, your content, right? So I do weddings mostly right now because they're paying four figures every time. Um, also, music videos for artists in L.A. And then also promo videos for companies. So say you're selling, I don't know, lamps. I'll make you a video how you having you, you know, talk about your sales pitch for your lamps. So that's what you do right now. The goal eventually is to do this full time where I'm on I'm making videos every day and I shoot I shoot this content to an editor because I don't know, man. I want to knock this out when I'm young and, and I feel like this is the life that most would want to live is be a content creator. Yeah. You know. And if I can give advice for a living and help guys change their lives for a living, that'd be an incredible job. I just got to put more time into it though. Because sometimes I'll be out shooting for eight hours, come home, edit their project. I'm like, shoot, I got to do stuff for me too. So eventually I may have to put that down the back burner and go all in so I can start seeing the results. Because right now I'm like pussyfooting, you know, a little bit in here a little, and a lot more over here.
0: Gotcha. Yeah. That's that's the goal for me too. I I, I work in IT uh, for a company that shall not be named. But oh, yes, uh, for sure. Yeah. But I've been, I've been doing that for, for, oh, how old's my daughter now? 16. So about 16 years, you know, I've been doing that kind of stuff. And, and I really like that stuff, but I'm sort of getting tired of it. But I love this stuff. I love not just like the, the understanding women stuff and, and, and self improvement and just mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. I actually like talking with other creators and getting yeah, their man. ideas, you know,
1: and how cool is it that if you ever came to, you know, San Diego or California, like you have a you can hang out with there. Yeah. You know, I got now that if I go to Orlando, my homie, Austin Dunham's out there, If i come to Texas, my homie Steph is here. Like, it's just cool having people all over. And also, for example, you, I may know someone that you want to know, or you may know someone I want to get in contact with. Yeah. And if I stamp you, oh yeah, Paul's dope. Austin, go talk to him. He'll listen to me. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So it just, it, it builds a network. So me be connected to you can, could connect me to like your, your people. Yeah. You know what I mean? So yeah, it, it works, it works well. It works like, that's why I like, you know, making connections like this.
0: Yeah, for sure. In fact, I'm uh, at the time of this recording, I'm going to be in San Diego uh, the following Monday. So. Beautiful.
1: Yeah. I, I'll, <laughs> be, I'll be, I'll be San Diego. hour away.
0: Sweet, man. Oh yeah. We should go, we should go drinking or something. Yeah. Um. So uh, getting back to your videos, you recently did a video on a cold approach where you went up to a, a group of chicks at a club. And you actually had footage of you going up to these chicks at oh, the yeah. club, which is awesome. Uh-huh. So what advice would you give guys when uh, approaching a, a group of women like that? Because that's intimidating okay. as shit.
1: Got you. Yeah. So for me, this is my, this is now I'm going to give more selfish advice for us versus more so. This is what I think. This may not work for everybody. Mm -hmm. I tell myself this to the common eye, I'm at bare minimum to everyone at six and a half, seven. I don't think anyone could say he is ugly. So I know women will at least tolerate me. Okay. They'll tolerate me. So when I approach girls, I have two little things I go for. If if it's more than that, you may get confused which one to go for. Walking up to a group. I might say, what's up, ladies? Now, listen, who's a troublemaker here? Is it her? Right? And, and feel the energy. Are they staring at you like this? Because that's you go. okay, have a good night, ladies.
0: Mm-hmm. Or
1: like, oh my God, it's totally Becky. It's totally her. Right? And you go, what's up, girl? And you start talking to her. And then by, by the way, what's your name? What's your, you, start, you start with one, maybe, hopefully, or then you start talking to the group. So reason why you want to talk to the group is okay. Girls want to feel all they almost almost all want to feel validated. So if you just pinpoint on one, they may not be homies and and let her be with you. They would take her and go somewhere else. Are you talking to the group, right? They start to like you, hopefully. And then the one, trust me, the girls, they, they communicate like with eye contact, like they know, okay, she's feeling him. Let's, okay, right, girls, we we'll go to the bathroom and they'll leave you with the one you want. Right. So I like to leave with a troublemaker one or B, I've said, uh, um, uh, <laughs> I mean, I'm not going to lie. There's two more. Okay. One, it only works for me and guys who look like me. I'm sorry. I, it's just, I'm just saying it. This is what, this is what works. I walk up to him. Excuse me. Any ladies here interested in tall, dark black men? Right, and and and, and I'm
0: gonna try. It. I'm gonna use that line. I'm going to use yeah, that line. yeah,
1: exactly. Hey, you can use it. Hey, are you guys interested in uh, you know, uh, you know, what's your, are you, what's your height? Five eight, five nine, ten, six. Uh, I'm
0: five ten, but no, no, I would say tall black man. Like, are you guys yeah. interested in a tall black man? And yeah, like, you, what? No, yeah, kidding. exactly. So it's
1: like, like, sometimes I walk <laughs> through the group and get, yo, which one of you guys is interested in tall black man? Yeah. And they start busting up, laughing, and all of a they start pointing and like at each other and this and that, and it's, a, and it works for me, but it won't work for everybody. The last one is you lead with, now this is kind of a fib if it's not you actually traveling, but you walk up to, hey, excuse me, guys, I'm, I'm visiting in town. Do you guys know a good place to grab a drink? And they'll start normally talking to you, right? Mm-hmm. Now, say so you've been living there, right? You can say, hey, excuse me, you guys know of another good bar around here? I've, I've been I've been here for a while. So I, know, I know some more spots. And they'll start talking to you. Mm-hmm. So you're not lying. You know, you say, hey, I just, is there another Cool bar around here is any cool other cool spots you guys know of? Start talking to them, and so then you, you start off as a normal conversation. You know, you walking up and go, Hey, what's up, ladies? Name is Chad, it's too maybe too formal and like, Uh, hey, I'm Jessica, like you know what I mean? So, if you go in with like a conversation starter, do you, you know make them laugh or you have a question to ask? They'll be much more likely to give you a chance and talk to you.
0: Got it, yeah, <clears throat> those are some good gems. Have you ever heard of a a pickup technique in the bar called the mayor's campaign.
1: I know about the neg and and I do that often too, but I don't yeah. know about the mayor's campaign. No, what's that?
0: So I didn't know it was called this, but okay. so in the book, uh, how to be a 3% man by Corey Wayne, okay. he tells guys, he's like, look, if you don't have confidence to approach a woman or women at, at a bar or a club, he's like, you could try this and women will typically come up to you. He says, you know, have a wingman." It works best if you have a wingman and he says, you guys walk into the place and sort of walk around like you own the joint. Right. And uh-huh. y- and you have like a gla- uh, you know, glass of whatever you're drinking and go up to each table and, you know, clink glasses with all of them and say, hey, ladies, you having a good time tonight? Great. All right. Have a good time. And then like uh, it, okay. it walk I around. See. Right. And, and you do that to every table. He says, eventually some of these women are going to start looking at at you and your buddy doing this shit and think that you have something to do with the club or the bar. Right. And then yeah. they'll, they'll start wondering about you and shit. Then after you done, you've done making the first round, you go around and you sort of just like wave at them again and stuff. And then you go to a place where you're, you're sort of like in the open where everyone can see you. He says, eventually you'll start getting a couple of chicks coming up and talking to you.
1: So what that in a nutshell is social proof. Yep. And then that's how women work. And it's, and it's unfortunate. For example, um, I'm trying to think of my example where I'm going to say to you, okay. Let's just say a girl is Lizzo, five foot seven and like 250, 260. I don't care if she's with Michael B. Jordan. That's not enough for me to go, okay, she's hot now. No, she's still unattractive. Yeah. But for women, social proof is a lot. If you like, Paul, if you walked in with two smoking blondes with two big cojones <laughs> up here, yeah. even though I find you that attractive, like, okay, he, he must know or do something. We want, and we want to know what that is. Yeah. so it just comes down to social proof so that that definitely makes sense i definitely see how that makes people go okay who is this guy so i'll, I'll keep that in mind but this also comes down to confidence most men don't have the balls to go even a talk to a chick say hey having a good night cheers and walk away that's even like asking too much yeah so this this works if you have mid-level to high confidence as well because you gotta you gotta be you know you got you cow, you know you gotta sell it if you if you're if you're in there with a white t-shirt that's wrinkled and Beer stains on it. And you're like, oh, hey, ladies, cheers. You're doing it, but it's, you're not selling it, right? So I feel like the confidence has to be there too to pull off the mayor's thing. But yeah, that that's dope. Though I like that. I like that. that's a solid one.
0: Yeah, it it goes to confidence. So I, I have this written down. You have a lot of videos talking about confidence. I try, uh, yeah. And then and on on uh, in our conversation on on the Mantastic Four, yeah, uh, you talked about how confidence is your foundation and game is your house. Yeah. Which I thought that, so that's when you, when you asked me like something that I've learned, I like that. That was something I learned. I wrote that down.
1: Yeah. Uh, That's a good one.
0: What, what advice do you have for, for men on how to build confidence?
1: Okay. I feel like for men, they need results to feel confident. I don't, I don't believe in faking it too much. Dude, when I say, when my lowest confidence was in high school, when no chicks I tried, I was trying to be a football star, but I was five foot seven out of 115 pounds. And my grades are decent. So, girls, shit. Sports, shit. And grades, shit. Or I'm not sure I said girls, sports. So, social life was fine. But I had nothing to be proud of because there's nothing going well in my life. Once when I got out of pretty much out of college and my confidence grew and the girls in my life started to get better, my social circle improved. That's when confidence came. So the first step, I think in gaining some confidence is have a routine. I feel like having a routine where you set yourself to a standard, I will do this every day regardless if I feel like I'm to do it or not. you will start to see improvement improvements. say your, your routine is a gallon of water. Let's say your, your routine is gym every at least four times a week. The, your routine is to have um, you know at least three balanced meals. Just from those habits, you're gonna see results, and when you start to get results, that's when the confidence grows. Okay, um, setting small goals. Um, I would like to be at I don't know five thousand YouTube subscribers by next month, and you hit that. Like, yeah, like damn, look at me, I, I did it. Confidence starts to grow. Um, doing things that you think are hard and 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 doing it, like you know. And I know, I know. Uh, for example, you run marathons, but I worked in the running shoe community for two two and a half years. So there's 50 miles and a hundred milers
0: yeah right so insane. i yeah. yeah so
1: it's like i know you probably think 50 mm-hmm. miles is insane but if you did it you may walk up through that finish line feeling like top of cloud nine confidence yeah. goes up a go up a point it's like i ran basically to from orange county to la like like that, that that's or orange county to san diego so doing things that are hard until they come easy um and lastly i would say get into a sort of a physical sport as well uh because for me now, when I go out and I say someone bumps into me and like acts tough, I used to be scared because I'm not ready for this moment. All I know is I throw my hands as hard as I can and hit him in the face. But now I understand that most people don't know how to fight. So if I, since I trained how to fight, I'm confident in that situation. Give me two dudes and I'd still be fairly confident that I can probably beat both. So getting in, you know, getting into a sport where you learn how to defend yourself, man. It go, you go way up. And also, you surround yourself with more masculine dudes. I'm not saying everyone who fights is masculine, but you're going to find some dudes in there who are pretty damn tough and are pretty damn masculine. And all of a sudden, you have a new social circle to be around because I feel like your social circle will also dictates your confidence. Let's say you want to start a business and your unconfident friends. Well, who do you think you are, Jeff Bezos? Why do you want to start a business for? Well, that's stupid. 80% of small businesses fail. They start throwing numbers at you, right? So be around, be around more confident people. Because my friends, oh, we talk hella shit. We talk hella next year, memory we make half a million bucks next year. And that's not cocky, that's not arrogant, that's just us how we talk. So also be around confident people.
0: They say uh well, I got two questions out of that. So yeah. or one comment and two and one question. Yeah. Um, yeah, they say that you're the product of like your five closest friends. Oh, yeah,
1: that's a very common, yeah, common term.
0: I, so that that makes a lot of sense. Uh, I mean, if you're if you want to be Jeff Bezos, you need to hang around with guys that are either already already there, and that's that's what you should be doing, trying to find those people, or people that are also, you know, have the same mindset as you as yeah, I'm gonna get there. You know, that's True. what I would say.
1: Yeah, I have friends that hold you back are huge, man. There's so many. I I just think sometimes I sit back and I think about all the people and all the businesses we never saw because of this lack of confidence. You know, that's huge to think about. There's a lot, there's a lot of people out there. It's like, there's People out there who are better than Michael Jordan, maybe better than Kobe, better than Tupac at rapping, they never got started because their friends or family said, "Nah, you're not that guy," you know, "You're not that guy, pal." Trust me, <laughs> yeah, trust me, you're you know? not that guy, pal. Uh, yeah, but
0: it's a, it's a, it's the whole like lobster in a in a pot mentality. Yeah, they,
1: they, got yeah, crab in a barrel. They, pull, they always pull yep. each other down. Yeah, for sure. Unfortunate.
0: It is real sad. And then uh, going back, you said you're you're training to uh, to fight. What are you doing, like? Jiu-jitsu, I'm doing boxing.
1: What? Just doing boxing. Oh, just boxing. Um, okay. just boxing because jujitsu, man, it's, it's, people are going to hate me, but I just feel like it's best on the ground. Yeah. And in a fight, you, you want to avoid being on the ground because you can get stomped out.
0: Yeah. There's a lot of uh jujitsu guys that follow this. So,
1: oh, it's fine. Like, was- I, 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 <laughs> I, I definitely respect their art. Like that, yeah, yeah. like that like, like, jujitsu I- is a lot more complicated. Like, yeah. like I remember I did did man do like okay grab the gi leg over pull the like that's a lot more steps boxing hit him in the face as hard as you can like pretty straightforward you know what i mean with technique of course but yeah
0: well so i i grew up i took martial arts growing up i i learned um i I learned a mixed martial art that was a mix of karate taekwondo aikido and judo and so we we learned all sorts of stuff we learned how to throw people we learned how to defend um against weapons. We learned all sorts of stuff like that, you know, multiple attackers. And then when I got older, I went and did Kempo, you know, like I learned mm-hmm. Kempo, which I feel is like a real practical martial art. Their whole, the whole philosophy at that, uh, place that I went to was like, if, if you're still fighting after three minutes, you're doing it wrong, you know? Like, oh yeah. You should be quicker. <laughs> so, um, but I've also been been to places where they teach a little bit of ground game, and, and my my thing on that is, uh, you know, it, it, that's fine if it's one on one, but if you have multiple attackers and like you're you're on the ground, like all their friends are jumping in, you know, you yeah, need to know exactly. a martial art that you can, you know, stay on your feet with. So yeah, I'm I'm sort I of agree. with you on that, and like Bruce Lee, Bruce Lee, he didn't just study. Kung Fu and stuff like that to create Jeet Kune Do, he he studied all sorts of martial arts, including boxing and fencing.
1: Nice. Fencing is dope.
0: Yeah. So yeah, for sure. I, 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 and I agree with you on that. It it does sort of put you in a space of masculine people. One thing I think it teaches you too, is like how to be a leader. Mm -hmm. You know, that was a big thing at, at uh, my dojo growing up is leadership and, and not being a follower and stuff like that. Beautiful. Um. All right. So, I have one last question here.
1: Good. Nice.
0: So when you were on when you were on the Fantastic Four, I asked you about people who influenced you in the space. So I'm gonna I'm gonna just ask that again. Who mm-hmm. Who's been like your biggest influence in the space?
1: Uh, it starts off with uh, Alpha Male Strategies because he was the first guy I watched, and second would be Steph is cold, and third would be Richard Cooper.
0: Richard Cooper, interesting. Okay. What mm-hmm. do you like? So uh I am very I'm very familiar with Alpha Mill strategies. A lot of the mm-hmm. guys in the three percent man uh Facebook group like love AMS, yeah, like they quote him verbatim all the time. Yeah, um, that's right. I, I had never even heard of Steph is cold until I met uh J Rudd and Black Spider Guy Advice. Yeah, <laughs>
1: Those guys, but those
0: yep. guys those guys love Steph. And yep. so um but Rich Cooper, uh Rich Cooper is funny because I'd never really heard of him either. I just, you know, I'm passing maybe a couple of clips. He, mm-hmm. he has his, one of his famous lines is uh, you know, women don't care about your struggles They'll wait at the finish line and fuck the winner. And I was just like, okay, mm-hmm. yeah, that makes sense. But, but after I read his book, the unplugged alpha, I was like, this is the best red bull book I've ever read in my life. You know? So what about, what about him uh, influenced you?
1: Yeah. So I like Richard Cooper because I don't know. At first, I feel like he gives like this Batman vibe, his Bruce Wayne vibe. You know, like he's very uh, stoic. You know, I really see him laugh or doing certain type of emotion. He's very, you know. Also, he uh, when guys call in on the show, very upfront. Like he almost in a way like Kevin Samuels. People come in trying to point the finger this way, and he flips it back this way. Yeah, and it makes you feel people feel uncomfortable. You can tell in their voice because like, damn, I call in the show. To have you probably put down this chick, but you're flipping it back onto me, and that's dope. And I like that. And also, he's also successful financially without YouTube. You know, like that. Like that's a good skill to have. Like show people you can make money. Um, you know, without YouTube. I, I that's it's weird. That's, that's that's one of my qualifications too. Uh, where it's like, show me you've been successful other places. Mm. For some reason that 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 in a way qualifies you to me as. So I can listen to also for, for about money advice. So I don't know. And all and lastly, I would say, uh, I like his story. I like his story. I feel like that's what makes people like, you know, we like, we watch Disney movies for the story and mm-hmm. his story was really good. You know, div- you know, divorce, you know, single mom and, uh, dated her, you know, so he, he, he's been through it all, right? He's been through it all and the knowledge he has talking about, you know, anything from testosterone, money to chicks. I like it all. It's very good information.
0: Yeah, yeah. His 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 story. You could clearly tell that like his his epiphany was that single mom thing. Because like in yeah. Unplugged Alpha, he's got he's got an entire chapter <laughs> dedicated to not dating single moms and why you shouldn't do it. Yeah, which I, and I, I think it's pretty funny.
1: Yeah, I'm I'm avoiding those at all costs. Like now, have I like do I sleep with a few? Yeah, sure, here and there. But I just I keep myself at a distance. Where it's like I'm never on pop. I'm not playing step daddy. Yeah, I'm sorry, dude. It's fine. Some there's a tweet. I hope I can say it right. It was dating a single mother is like playing the baby daddy's role h- hitting resume on the baby daddy's uh, career mode right yeah Yeah. <laughs> hitting resume yeah. it's like you yeah you're, like, you're playing his game or playing his role yeah right resume like that that's hilarious that's,
0: that's why, hilarious. why like it's funny even before i even got into the stuff and and red red pill stuff uh yeah. when i got divorced I was very adamant about like, I don't want people parenting my kids and I have no aspirations of parenting other people's kids. Yeah. But as a, you know, as an older single dad myself, like I actually like single moms because typically they're, they're not interested in having any more kids. Yeah, true. And, and I, you know, I made sure I can't have any more kids because I absolutely don't want any more. So I go into like dating single moms, like, yeah, like you and I, we can, we can hang out. We can have a relationship or whatever. I got my kids. they They already have a mom. Your kids, you take care of hopefully them. Hopefully, have a dad. Yeah, hopefully. they they are, they usually have a dad somewhere. <laughs> yeah, somewhere. <laughs> but, it's, it's, but it's not my problem. It really is. You know, it's kind of cold, but that's that's facts too.
1: True. There is there is something on YouTube that was pretty funny. It was like, uh, it was a girl called in saying this. What you think? So a guy picked up a girl, single mom, on a date. She's like, wait, oh no, I didn't feed my kid. Can we stop at McDonald's? Right. Mm-hmm. And she and she ordered, you know, happy meal, whatever case may be. And the guy didn't pay. Yeah. So the girl said on the show, I didn't see him again because he didn't pay. Right. Uh-huh. And I was like, girl, like, first of all, you're on <laughs> someone did a really good breakdown of that, right? Things I wouldn't even think about. He said, first of all, the fact that you forgot to feed your kid, the shows hard. Hot- tell mom you are yeah. number two why are you doing that on our day this is our time you know if i like if you did that to me i'd say nah like this is our date we have a certain amount of time i'm not gonna you know spend, waste our time on something you should have done and the third thing you know why are you expecting this guy to jump into a step position from day one right you know yeah so it's just it's just a lot of pressure and also uh myron said this i'm not sure if you already think, think of think about this way too is single dads if i had kids and I'm I'm down here dating. I wouldn't make the girl I'm dating do anything with my kids. Maybe okay. w- watch a movie with her. Okay, watch with hand like I w- watch a movie while I go upstairs real quick. But I'm not gonna ask you to go pick him up or or go pay for his bills, right? Women usually look for a provider, obviously. So they, they want you to jump into the provider. I'll nurture her, I'll I'll do her diapers and love her and kiss her, but you you provision, you do this, do that. Whereas single dads, we are the providers, right? And we'll, you can maybe nurture the kid, like, you, you know, watch it, watch movies with her and stuff, but we don't really require women in our lives to do the providing part. Right. Which is, the, which is why single mom and single dad are a bit different.
0: That would be a, a huge red flag for me too. If a, a chick wanted me to do that right for, I'd be like, no, Yeah, uh, no, no, I'm not, I'm not going to do that. Sorry. Not sorry. Um, oh, I did yeah. think of one other thing I wanted to ask you before yeah, we, we close off here. Uh, Cause yeah. I had it written on my notes for fantastic four, but we didn't. I didn't get to ask you it. So you had mentioned being canceled back in January. That's correct. Uh, and then having to start all over, like what was that about? I, I, I'm not yeah. familiar with that story. I'll break,
1: it, I'll break it down. So from zero to 55K, I was reckless. I was trying to get as much attention as, as possible. And I was saying the B word every single time because I didn't care. And also I was saying this stuff on Twitter and on Instagram story and no girl ever cared. I just never called it misogynistic or hateful. They thought it was funny. They liked it, right? So I'm in a video during quarantine, whereas like fellas, listen, girls are thirsting for validation right now. They're not on the boats, they're not in the clubs. They're not, they can't wear the skimpy outfits. They're dying for some attention and validation. That's why I tend to probably gain easily a couple million new new users during the pandemic. Mm-hmm. So if a girl says, no, I can't date you till the vaccine rolls out. No, we can't date till this all rolls over. She's using you for free, free attention and validation. Because trust me, these girls aren't putting off sex for four or five months. They're banging someone. It's right. just not you. Okay. So I'm a video saying, guys, listen, match with the chick, get to the point. If she throws out anything about vaccines and anything about, uh, you know, waiting for this to roll over, move on. Yeah. So a, a feminist page found that. And she, I'm not gonna lie, it was actually pretty funny. She made like a a roast video of me, but in a comedic way. Okay. And it was like she acted. She was a guy and a girl in her own video. She was as the guy. Let's hang out. Girl was like, no, because of COVID. Well, I want my D wet. Well, what if I catch COVID? It was like a very funny parody. But her sure. followers weren't playing, so they came to my page and just just ransacked the place. Comments everywhere, reporting everywhere, just going crazy. And I was like, okay, this is my chance to double down and make another one. Yeah. Right. So in another video saying, ladies, look, you don't like this page because it exposes the nature of you guys. The guy that's on this fifth dinner date hasn't hasn't smashed yet. Oh, yeah. He's waking up now. The guy in your friend zone who you use as your emotional support, but no sexual access. Oh, yeah. He's waking up now. When I said that girls will go and use guys for dinner dates and won't smash, they inter- the feminists interpreted that as RAPE culture, grape culture. Yeah. So they, they took it that far. You, you okay? can you
0: can say rape culture on here. No one's canceling this show.
1: Yeah, true. But I think it may trigger YouTube for like demonetizing. I don't know, whatever. Anyway, <laughs> so grape culture, right? So this is how it works. People, a lot of people on TikTok aren't original, right? Once when one video is trending, they all attack you. Yeah. They all have to do it. It's almost like, all right, who we, who we cancel this month? These four, all right. These four videos are, videos are trending. Let's all make videos about it. Let's not be original at all. Let's not make our own concepts. Let's just attack people for, for views and bait. So everyone from like the conscious lead to the, I speak 1706, all of like at the time one had a million, one had a half million, just bro. These people were getting like 2 million views off of me. Like their biggest videos were me. Yeah. Right. And of course, 2 million views means a lot of attention to your channel. I'm sorry, my channel. So they just, at one point, my, my government name was on my Instagram. Hmm. So I, that's why I'm Fred Shanklin on Instagram, and that my actual name. Yeah, and I was sensitive threw, to that at the intro. <laughs> yeah, so um, so they typed they type my government name and at the time. You know, I'm on white pages. You know, I'm on all these pages. You can look me up, find my address, name, numbers. Um, I had my businesses for videography linked to my my name as well. So, so I'm assuming somebody to TikTok saying, "Ooh, I'm hope we don't find his businesses right here. I, I, oh, I hope, hope no. we don't find those." So I woke up, I was getting like 50 Google reviews a day, um, call me the, a rapist predator. Right. They went to um, I have this one app called Wedding Wire, it's 130 reviews. He's wow. a rapist. Like, just like coming, like I can handle some comments yeah. but now I try to come from like my personal life and my money. So they really did their best, like take me off or take me out. Wow. But I was like, you know what? Like I can't let them win. So I just took a little five day mental break and got back on and just kept posting. Now I'm at 500,000, five, no, no, 400, like something like that.
0: So you, this is, so this is on TikTok. So you're still on your original TikTok?
1: Yep. Yep. I was, oh. I, I've, 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 I've survived once. I've only gotten one notification for like, you're terminated. Like you're done. Hit appeal. Hour later, I got back, but I'm on the nice. Yeah. Okay. Here's what happens. I think someone's maybe someone's reporting my videos, or it's TikTok's algorithm like thinking, even if you get community guidelines, you appeal, they still count that as a community guideline yeah. strike. Still. Yep. So I have a like, and if you get too many too soon, that's when they ban you. So if I, I if I say I, I get two or three guidelines this week, they'll probably ban my account. Got okay. it. So I have to just be really careful in what I say and just be very good and just eggshells so I, I, so I that's, don't get the ban because I can get community guideline again. Just, I can't get so many in a short period of time.
0: Yeah. I get, Cause I got fully banned back in June. Uh, okay. and yeah, so there's certain topics. Like I, I try to stay away from now. Like I, I won't talk about like feminism. The last, my last like community guidelines, it was because I, I decided to break my own rule on that. And I was like, shit,
1: you know, <laughs> yeah, but they probably got you for hate speech
0: yeah yeah oh uh when that whole um super straight thing was going around like Ah, super straight get all super straight yeah i I made some super straight videos those all got flagged. uh my most recent one where i had the avalanche of of hate from feminists and stuff i did one on like basically not asking for consent you know and i (laughs)
1: I, Here's the thing. I know where we you're going with this, but yeah. this that that sentence never goes well with the women. because right,
0: right, right. I, and so I said, you know, g- you know, guys go for what they want. But I, I, you know, in the video, I said, look, I don't advocate for men to force themselves on women. You know, pay attention to body language. Like if mm-hmm. you go in for a kiss and she turns her cheek, like okay, yeah, that's cool. it, it's over. So I, I said that in the video. It did get flagged. And then um, I appealed it and it came back up. It, but I just had a, an avalanche of, hate. I finally p- put it on private for like a, just a couple of days and that stopped that, you know, and I, I put it back to, you know, wide open again and went in and blocked like everyone that that was attacking me. I was just like fucking blocking was strong that day. And yeah. I was like, I, I was like, I got I got to make this private. This is getting out of control. So... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. it's a non-stop fight on that fucking dude.
1: Yeah. yeah, it's I get here's the thing, I get what you're saying. Don't ask a girl, hey, even though we're escalating to sex, do you want to have that now? Like, right. That's like, exactly like, what I am like, 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 gee, like you know what I mean? Like let her say, Hey, I am not feel comfortable. Okay, no worries. Yeah. Right? Or on a date. Um, is it okay if I kiss you? It just right. it's, it's over. It's, yeah. Now it's over. Now you, yeah. now, now you killed the vibe. <laughs> That's hundred percent what I'm
0: saying. And I but I purposefully said it in the way, you okay. know, don't ask for, yeah, because that, you know, controversy creates clicks, you know, so.
1: right oh, I know about that. <laughs> I know about that.
0: All right, Chad, thanks for coming on, man. Where can, where can people find you online and take advantage of your coaching program?
1: Yeah. So YouTube defund simping, you got IG defund simping. IG is so my IG for defund simping is fun. Like for example, I, I busted a nut out here with a chick, right? The whole story is on my IG story. I'm not okay. saying that on TikTok. So you want like the the like the like the deets, the, like the details of girls, and that's on the story of my defund simping Instagram account, TikTok as well, defund simping. And lastly, if you're trying to get some one-on-one coaching, or even have the privilege just to text me, uh, that's on my Patreon. You can get that, and you can get some you know get some help.
0: Awesome, dude. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, go back to Instagram the thing I love about Instagram is that you can set your, your channel to 18 and up and they can, don't. Fuck. Oh. The, yeah. So I said, I immediately set mine up cause that's like my backup. That's what I consider my backup. I don't have multiple accounts on TikTok, yeah. Uh And I set it that way so that I can say whatever the fuck I want to say, you know, Beautiful. if you don't like it, you, you, you shouldn't be on there if you're, if you're under 18 anyway, fuck off. So I agree. <laughs> All right, Chad. I'll let you get back to you today, man. Thanks for coming on the show. Have
1: good day, man. Peace.
0: All right. Bye. Chad, thanks for taking the time to join me. I know it wasn't that easy because you were traveling. You were in Texas. Glad you were able to join us. And uh, all the information that you gave us today was spectacular. And I, I hope all you guys at home got as much out of it as I did. And uh, you're welcome back anytime. All right, guys. We're going to catch you next week. Thank you for listening to Come On Man. If you are new to the podcast, I highly recommend reading How to Be a 3% Man by Corey Wayne at least 10 to 15 times. I recommend you watch his coaching videos on YouTube, and I recommend that you engage with other 3% men in our 3% Man Facebook group. Links to all of these are in the show notes. If you like this episode, please give us a good rating on your favorite podcast platform of choice, and share with all of your bros. Now go out and get it.